Welcome back to the Urban Siren Podcast with your host, Diane Ferraro, where we explore the tarot, astrology, moon cycles, and our energies around these times. So what we're going to look at today is the new moon in Pisces. We have gone down this road before with previous episodes, uh, specifically episode 27, new moon in Pisces, werewolves are people too. I love the title of that. I'm going to put the link to that episode in the show notes here so that you can take a listen to that where we really go in depth into Pisces season and the how the new moon is um, energized in Pisces, as well as the moon card. The moon card has been coming up a lot lately because we are in Pisces season, right? So the moon is associated with the sign of Pisces in the Tarot. And the sign of Pisces is associated with the 12th house in astrology, traditionally known as the house of undoing. Really spooky, right? Um, let's actually clear the bell there around that so we can just... All right, a little new energy around that, but the house of undoing and that the 12th house is pla- is a place where we do not, oh, it just rang itself. Um, it was that, it was that intent on making sure that we do not foo-faw around too much with um, doom and gloom stuff around astrology. So the house, uh, the 12th house is really looking at the um, subconscious and it's the, you know, the last wheel in the zodiacal wheel before we move into airy season, the beginning of the zodiacal season, right? On March 20th, the vernal equinox, the spring equinox. So the 12th house is about what we don't want people to see, right? It's like what is underneath the surface versus the house following it or preceding it, depending on which way you want to look at it, is the first house or the rising sign, which is the way we come face forward into the world. The first house is how we present ourselves and how people see us as well. So we may um, identify more with our rising signs than we do our sun signs sometimes, because that's how we move into the world. It's how we move through the world. It's how people recognize us. It's how people identify us. Sometimes more so than what our sun sign presents. Our sun sign is more along the lines of what we're here to master. Um, so for instance, like I'll take my own uh, my own example. So I have sun in Capricorn and I have uh, Taurus rising. My, my rising sign is in Taurus. So although I, I guess this is a little bit of an extenuating circumstance, I have three big planets in Capricorn. I have my sun, moon, and Mercury in Capricorn. So the way I communicate through Mercury, the way my emotions are processed through the moon, and the way I um, strive to be in this world is the sun. However, the the rising sign, which would be Taurus for me, is how people see me. And I would say that that is very true. I think people see me with a lot of Taurian energy in the sense that they find me to be comfortable, you know, to be around for the most part. I try not to get creepy on people and make people weird out. But, you know, I'm also kind of good at that. Um, but you know, people tend to be comfortable around me. They uh, tend to feel safe in my presence. Um, they feel protected. They feel secure. They be- they feel me to be a, um, a, a um, reliable source, that I'm staunch and um, 
steadfast and that I, uh, well, and then on the downside, I sometimes hold on to things and I don't want to move um, unless I'm really forced to. So um, it's a fixed sign, right? Taurus is a fixed sign. And um, so I like to stay put and I don't like to um, shift around. Nobody move my cheese and so forth. So looking at the 12th house, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that in the 12th house, we are um, we are coming from a place of like um, what's happening underneath the surface, okay? So if you happen to have signs in and planets in your 12th house see how they relate to feelings of um uh like subconscious um awareness and of course our subconscious is subconscious and we're often not aware of it right so it's almost like um an oxymoron awareness of the subconscious but no we can become aware of our subconscious because we start to tune in to the how the why behind what we do so we tune into the why behind what we do and that really helps us develop our subconscious um, and relationship to the subconscious the shadow work also occurs in the 12th house and I seem to feel it also occurs in the eighth house the eighth house is a place where um, it's ruled by Scorpio and Scorpio is a master of uh, living and living through and being present with shadow meaning that shadow is the repressed and suppressed parts of our psyche and I feel that Scorpio um, is very much a, a super psychic sign very much like um, Pisces which is ruled by the 12th house keep in mind that I feel that all signs and personalities have the ability to be super psychic I think there are certain signs and houses in the in the um, astro astrological chart that lend to um, like a natural proclivity towards these things but you could be as psychic as the you know the day is long but never really tap into those talents or you could even and really not be able to flex those muscles or you might be so taken aback by how psychic you are if you have planets in the 12th house or your uh, sun in Pisces moon in Pisces Pisces rising that you might be a little bit intimidated by that and a little bit scared to walk into that psychic realm. If that's the case, it's fine. You don't have to go into the psychic realm. It's not like it's a goal or anything, but it is kind of an interesting tool to use to understand the world better, to understand ourselves better, and to understand what's going on around us. Because many times, I'm sure you agree, that we are sort of needing to read between the lines, right? Do you ever feel like things aren't being said the way they're actually, you know, the way they're really happening in the world it's like mm, we have to read the fine print or read between the lines or rely on our um, our senses and in this case our sixth sense right so um so this new moon in pisces if you really want a deep dive on the moon uh, card please listen to episode 27 I'll put the link in the show notes but for today what I really want to focus on is developing our psychic awareness so there are ways that we can do this um, you can start to first of all um, with this new moon in Pisces record your dreams write your dreams down dreams are um, as Carl Jung would attest uh, the famous philosopher psychiatrist and um, thinker uh, on human behavior and human design that he would say that dreams are where a lot of our um, wisdom comes from and that our dreams are rich and filled with symbolism and archetypes and if we pay attention to what's happening in our dreams that can generally lead us to a very real and waking life level of consciousness and awareness that goes far beyond what our thinking minds can accomplish so our dream our dreaming minds are powerful, powerful tools to access truth 
and to access authenticity and to connect us to some of the higher energies that we embody, number one, and that too are reflective in the, in the macrocosm of that which is surrounding us. So write down your dreams. Pro tip number one, if you want to get more in touch with your psychic abilities, and it's a very easy thing to do, um, is to write down your dreams. Now, if you say, oh my gosh, you know what? I can never remember my dreams. Well, there's a tool that you can use, um, which is uh, sort of along the lines of um, uh like actively dreaming, okay? Lucid dreaming is the way it's described sometimes, where you, before you go to sleep, and lucid dreaming is a little bit more intense and, and complex than what I'm about to offer, but it's like lucid dreaming 101. Before you go to bed, go ahead and set an intention for your dreams and write down or say out loud or just simply concentrate very you know, clearly in your mind what you would like to experience in your dream. Let's say you have a question in your waking life and you really want guidance and answers towards something. Say, for instance, you're having an issue at work and you want to understand better the situation before you go to sleep. Say it out loud. Say, I want to know what the situation is around this and I intend to discover this in my dreams. Or write it down and put it underneath your pillow or on the side or at your bedstand or wherever. And go ahead and off to bed, right? And then it is that is training your mind before you go into dream sleep to pay attention to what's going on. And oh, and before you uh, close out that request, ask to remember the dream. But so set the intention that you will remember it. Um, tip number three on working with your dreams is before you start moving around through the day write down those dreams. So in other words, don't get up and make a cup of coffee and check your email or don't even, if you can, don't do anything, but stay in bed or wherever you're sleeping and have a, a way to record your dreams nearby, whether it's uh, keeping a journal next to your bed or whatever have you, or recording uh, it on a voice app on your phone. However, try not to t make physical movement um, a part of your morning routine before you record your dreams because once you start moving and engaging in motor skills, our tendency to retain the dream information and remember our dreams fades away. So you want to do it before you get moving. So minimize your motor skills um, as much as you possibly can before you uh so that you don't forget your dream, okay? Because the, the more we do, the more we actively do, the more we move away from what was experienced in that dream state. We're going to take a really quick pause. And in the second half of this episode, we're going to draw a, tar a tarot card and we're going to see what the energy is around for us on this podcast for the new moon. And we're just going to take a break and hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to the second half of the podcast episode. We are going to draw a card for you for the tarot. I'm shuffling the deck right now. Can you hear me shuffling, shuffling, shuffling? And I'm going to draw a card and let's see what card comes through us to support this new moon energy in Pisces season with the new moon in Pisces. And it is going to be, drum roll please... Ten of Pentacles. 
The Ten of Pentacles is the culmination of the suit um, before we move into the court cards in the Pentacles suit. One, so Ace through Ten. Ten of, of Pentacles. Pentacles represent the Earth element. They represent coins. They represent money, um, finances, um, any hard assets you have, property, um, what else? So many things actually, because it's connected to the earth. It's also connected to your body. So the 10 of pentacles, I'm going to talk about that in a moment. I'm going to relate it to this new moon energy in Pisces. The 10 of pentacles is a robust card. Um, you will see if you are looking at the Smith Rider weight version of the tarot that it depicts uh, a couple or two people, I should say, we don't know if they're a couple for, for, for sure, but it's a, uh, uh, two people kind of in an interaction with one another, but it's sort of a little bit of a disjointed interaction. Um, the woman is gazing at the man while the man is gazing straight ahead toward the homestead and she's looking at him intently. So they have different um, focus. They have a different element of focus. There's a young child that's kind of hiding behind the skirts of the woman. And this young child is kind of tugging on a little doggy that's happening to notice this older figure in uh, enrobed in these incredibly um uh, like luxurious clothes and this older figure is very mysterious but as we don't know a thing about this older figure except that it's in the forefront of the card on the left hand side of the card which indicates to me that we're in a receptive state and that it's and this figure looks as if they are being receptive they're looks like they're petting one of the dogs and the dogs are the, so the dogs representing the carnal and and um, animalistic nature so as the people in the card are sort of mm, distracted I guess you might say the younger child is the one that notices what's going on in the forefront of the card so there's this connection and indication to the primal instincts of ourselves you know children are usually very um, astute and much more focused in many ways than adults can be. Adults have all these grown-up concerns to think about where children, when they are playing or paying attention to something, they are absolutely immersed and in the moment. So one way this can relate to the Pisces new moon is that using this 10 of pentacles energy and specifically thinking about what it is to focus on that which is not necessarily like trying to get your attention, you know, like all guns are blazing and it's trying to get your attention this subtle energy is very very important to being aware and present with the situation and to have an understanding of what's happening on all sides of a situation not just what is taking precedent in our conscious minds in our logical minds so i love this card for pisces season in the new moon because it invites us to pay attention to the mysterious aspects of our lives and that which is not necessarily defined but yet incredibly symbolic and important so pisces as you know or if you've been studying astrology and many of you do if you're listening to this podcast or you're interested in it you know that pisces is a sign of um, extreme uh, depth in terms of being able to dive into the psychic waters and to go divining in there looking for keys and clues and symbolism and the richness of mysticism and being connected to Christ consciousness and um, uh, being connected to humanity and wanting to serve and 
you know, on the dark side of Pisces, it can go into a sense of addiction and disconnection and disillusionment. But if it's balanced and in alignment, it's about paying attention very much to what is as much as that might make us uncomfortable, right? So this is a card of this 10 of pentacles is an invitation for us to pay attention to that which is mysterious and maybe even a little unsettling and to really tune into what those messages around that might be so that we can pay attention to what's happening boots on the ground ten of pentacles is also connected to the idea of inheritance and 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 managing your finances and making sure that you are on top of preserving everything that you've accumulated to date so this is another good opportunity for us to pay attention to what it is that we've secured in our lives whether it's finances career um education right it can pentacles can also represent the the degrees that we earn or the certifications or the licensing, um, all of that stuff. And so we might want to dust off our certifications and really look as new moon energy really wants us to focus on what it is that we want to plant seeds to achieve. So if we are looking to maybe do something new in our lives, create a new business, look at what you've already done with this 10 of, Ten of Pentacles energy supporting Pisces season in, uh, and yeah, supporting Pisces season and this new moon in Pisces. Look at what you've already created and maximize your efforts that you've already invested into. So are there, just double check around, are there areas in your life that you have excelled in that you haven't maximized? Like for instance, um, you know, have you taken a certification that you haven't even thought about in a long time, but you're like, you know what, if I put this to work right now or blended this with another project, this would be so unique and so special and would, you know, in the in the energy of Pisces, this would help elevate people and support people um, and help them raise and and um a rise to their their next best level of potential. So think about what you haven't utilized lately, but that you have a tremendous amount of experience. And even if you don't have a certification in it, even if you don't, you don't necessarily need a certification for certain things. Not everything is regulated. Um, it's not, a, not everything is a regulated industry. Tarot isn't regulated. Astrology isn't regulated. You don't need certifications to be able to read tarot cards for people or read astrology. However, you also want to be in alignment with what your skill level is, right? So we want to be sure that we're, what we're offering is, is authentic and in alignment with our skill level and that we're not, you know, you know, trying to pull off a situation where we come off as much more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Much more experienced than we really are, right? So it's like there's an error. There's an there's an there's an error that happens when we maybe disassociate from our humility and we overdo it. We overstretch our um, we overstretch our uh, ability to come through on a certain level. Do you know what I mean? So we want to stay in our lane, but at the same time, we want to get out there and offer what it is that to the best of our ability to what it is that we can offer, right? Because we really all, I feel, many of us, not everybody, unfortunately, not everybody, don't make me name names, people. Not everybody is striving to make this world a better place. I think you know what I'm talking about here and there in your own life on a grander scale. So, however, I entrust, dear listener, that you are in the camp of wanting to make this world a better place. So if that is the case, get out there and do it. 
Ten of Pentacles is urging you to do so. Ten of Pentacles wants you to come face forward, wants you to show the world what it is that you are capable of, to build a more prominent structure of um, goodwill and positive intention, right? And this is not about positive vibes only, and we only, however, <laughs> nothing wrong with positive vibes, but um, aligned with the truth. And sometimes as this mysterious figure in the 10 of pentacles indicates, sometimes things are somewhat shadowy, somewhat mysterious, and somewhat confounding. And yet it is up to us to have the courage to go ahead and dig deep. And that's another thing that this new moon energy encourages us to do, is to go deep it's not about just surface level work it's about going in there my friends and getting to the crux of the issue so that we can plant those seeds from a beautiful wholesome place and in a few weeks my friends spring equinox in the northern hemisphere where i am is going to be coming around and so we want to be ready for that birth of life it's only a few weeks away can you believe it um and so I'm going to leave it there for now and, and send you just tons and tons of well wishes for this new moon in Pisces. And I am looking forward to connecting with you on the next uh, moon cycle, which will be a full moon, perhaps somewhere. Uh, well, actually, it's going to be pretty close to the start of Aries season. So, of course, stay tuned for the Aries season podcast. And until such time, you know that you can ask me a question here on the Urban Siren podcast, right? You know that I take questions. So if you follow and click through the links in the show notes, you can leave me a voicemail for a chance for that message to be play played on an upcoming episode, which would be so cool. You can ask me questions about the tarot or astrology, whatever have you. And, uh, you know, you can also find me on my website at urbansirencreative.com and on Instagram at urbansirencreative and TikTok. Hello, I'm having way too much fun on TikTok at urbansirencreative. All the links will be in the show notes. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. And as always, thank you so much for being here. Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Urban Siren Podcast. It's always such a pleasure to share this space with you. If you enjoy the podcast, I would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star review, only if you love it, on your favorite podcast listening platform. Maybe that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever podcasts can be heard. It also goes a long way when you share this podcast up. So please feel free to share it up wide and far with everybody that you love and they might love it too. Your support means so much and sharing is caring and it means so much to me. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch you next time. Thank you.